everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality, the self, the deep down basic whatever there is, and you're all that, only you're pretending you're not. Who we are is not this physical body that we're in that is here for a moment and gone. Who we are is this infinite intelligence, and we forget that. The same intelligence that, is, that created this infinite universe that never ends is you. And those of us seeking a way to transform life, to capture fulfillment in every now moment, to redefine our reality to live this life to its fullest. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every single day. Are you living? Or are you killing time? What's going on, everybody? Let's get it growing. Everybody on the Wisdom app, this is another live recording doing a dual stream here of the podcast as well as being on the Wisdom app. For those of you listening on Wisdom, this is going to be episode 111, which will drop probably in the next 24 hours or so. Everybody else who's listening along, you're getting the pre-recorded version. Hopefully the audio on Wisdom is okay. Um, it's still kind of a learning process and we got the technology still kind of trying to grow through this whole thing. Um, but either way, it's great to be back in the studio again, uh, back in the driver's seat after nearly a month of traveling and being away. And uh, I've got to say, it's been it's been really difficult to stay consistent in life this year and consistent with the podcast and consistent with all the things that go along with it. Um, I, I just was so busy for so long for, for a couple of years straight, didn't get a vacation at all. And then this year just made up for it completely, uh, went from being extremely busy to slowing everything down to a crawl because I, I could just feel the burnout setting in. And I just said, enough's enough. I am letting go of it all and I am going to get out of here and I'm going to do the most minimal portions of what I have to do and focus on myself and my family and my mental health and just get out there and enjoy myself this summer. It's my favorite time of year. Really, I love summer. Um, so I backed the podcast down a few gears, uh, but always trying to make some moment momentum. Uh, we kept things moving forward just a little bit, posted a ton of stuff on social media and everything over the course of the summer, but definitely living my life was a focus throughout this entire summer, but it's definitely been a challenge. Uh, ultimately, this I see is a phase shift for me. You know, I've, I've, I've been pretty patient over the last few years trying to get things moving organically into this new way of life. This podcast was never really in the cards for me, and it's kind of taken on a, a whole mind of its own. And having to really balance the work life and having my work life meld into my personal life also, um, it's been kind of hard because for so many years, I tried to keep them separate. It was always something I strived for in the past because um, I had let the work-life balance thing get way out of proportion at one point. So I've made very conscious efforts to make sure that the, the work part had its limits, the life part was the priority, uh, but now kind of reevaluating it all because everything's starting to just kind of merge together with the podcast and everything that I'm doing, it's it's really more of a lifestyle change. So, um, but either way, uh, you know, balancing and getting the the best of all of it has been the focus lately. 
um, you know, it's it's kind of like throwing all the seasonings of the soup together and making sure everything balances out. Um, but I guess that's about the, the healthiest you can probably operate in this world is just doing the best that you can do on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, but like anything else, it takes time. It takes time to dedicate yourself. It takes time to change your mindset, your daily habits and everything. Um, and that's where I'm at. I like to share sort of parts of that journey as I'm going along with this because this is uncharted territory for me too. I've never been in uh, the, the mindset of doing this kind of thing. And, and like I said, I've kind of been thrust into it over the last few years and it's been an awesome gift. But at the same time, um, it's definitely been something to grow into. But needless to say, thank you all for sticking around with us, for coming back when we poke our heads back home and I'm able to jump back in the studio and record. But now the summer's over, um, it's time to really get to work. There's a lot of stuff to do. Um, but I definitely had the summer of my life. I can definitely say that much. Um, I hope yours was great too. Mine was spent off the coast of New England. Um, we were at Cape Cod and Nantucket for a majority of our summer. And uh, we were gone for about a total of 30 days all around. And it was just absolutely amazing. Uh, but while I was away, I was able to do some work getting the show moving forward, posting a whole bunch of stuff on social media, which many of you know if you're listeners of the show is not my favorite thing to do, uh, but I did it consistently. So if you're not following along on the podcast social media pages, please go ahead and do so. Um, a lot of stuff's already on there, but um, I'm sure most of you follow along. Uh, I've actually I've had a lot of people surprisingly recognize me um, down when I was on vacation, me and my live this life mobile, my my little black Audi with the LTL plates, and it was it was cool. It was really cool to interact with people uh, and people who knew me, you know, people I've never met before, and and just met new folks while I was out there. Um, it's just become a cool thing while I'm out doing my thing, and and listeners say hi, introduce themselves, and uh, tell me sort of you know what the show means to them or that they enjoy it or whatever. It's just a a real amazing thing. It's such a privilege. Uh, but ultimately, uh, just had an amazing time from the people I met, the resort we stayed at, the Holly Tree Resort in Yarmouth, Massachusetts. Oh, my God. If you're not familiar with Cape Cod, this place is just absolutely amazing. We're blessed with getting hooked up with, like, the best room on the resort a couple times. Uh, and then the island of Nantucket, if you've never been there, that's an experience in and of itself. Um, the Cisco Brewery that's out there, it's, like, the hottest spot on the island. And I'm not a big drinker. It's just an awesome place an awesome atmosphere everybody's on vacation enjoying themselves and just a, a huge privilege i mean this island is 30 miles off the coast of massachusetts and it's an experience just to get there in and of itself and then you get out there and everybody is just having a great time it's just a great place to be uh, which all the above brings me to the subject of today's episode letting go of holding on as many of you may be gathered, I'm kind of a sentimental sap when it comes to having great times with my family and my friends and everything. And I really, really treasure those great times and those people that, that I've had the privilege to experience in my life. And I've had a few brushes with mortality along the way. And when those came up, uh, you know, I survived cancer twice in my previous career. I watched a lot of lives end prematurely. And it, it just taught me the value of all life, which is why I think I became so spiritual throughout my journey. But I really realized how fleeting and short life really can be. Um, so, you know, there's just so much I want to do in life because of that realization at age 42, almost 42, uh, not the quite there yet. But I, I, honestly, I feel like I've done nothing, you know? Like once I've awakened to this, how precious life is and how short it is and everything, it just feels like, man, I've got so much to do. I want to do so much more. 
and a lot of people who know me would uh, would argue against that that you know I, I, could, I have accomplished a lot of things but i'm not talking accomplishments i'm talking experience there's a big difference between accomplishments and experience the accomplishments those are things you can put up on the wall those are things maybe that you have that you've accomplished professionally and everything but what are your life experiences what have you gotten out of life what sort of things have you done on that bucket list because that bucket list your opportunity to fulfill that bucket list could end tomorrow it's the experiences that mean the most to me at this point in my life and you know i've really spent a good chunk of my life out there enjoying myself i have had a lot of fun but um I have recognized in the last few years that I suffered from an affliction that so many people suffer from as well. And that's the experience of not living in the now moment, not living in the experience that we're in and enjoying it. I was always worried about something. I was worried about maybe people's safety while I was there. You know, I'd be watching people water ski and, and worried about their safety, I'd be worried about, you know, having to jump into action. For those of you who might not know, I used to be in law enforcement for like 18 years, walked away about four years ago. And, it, you know, it was just that in and of itself. You, you're in a certain mindset and, you know, you don't want to be in a vulnerable place. So I'm worried about being vulnerable in any situation while I'm trying to enjoy myself or worried about, you know, what I had to do in the days to come or worried about uh, maybe what somebody was thinking of me or what they might think of of uh, uh, of how I might be being observed by everybody around me because I might be acting out of character, out of the box that I was supposed to be in in that role. But, you know, it was such a hard way of life. When you're always worrying about something, it takes away from the moments that you were in. So then, of course, as they go by, you're like, man, where was I? Where did the time go in that? You weren't fully there, immersed in the situation. You weren't immersed in the experience. Your mind was somewhere else so therefore it goes by so much faster and i know so many people who have similar experiences and one of the worst worries that i caught myself doing i even caught myself this year doing it was the one about good times coming to an end this is this is so common and it's so common with some of the people that i do life coaching with and i've teased it out of them and it's fairly, fairly common. And it's it's amazing because I didn't realize that I was doing it myself to a certain point. You know, when you get on vacation, it would it would take me several days to unwind and let the working world go away. And I'm talking about years past, not so much this year. But after those first few days, I would realize like, oh, wow, you know, I wasted half my vacation and now uh, it's halfway over and and now I don't get that time back and now I've got to go home in three or four more days and then you're worried about the vacation coming to an end oh I only have three more days left I only have two more days left and you're worried about that limited amount of time you're down on yourself for wasting the time that you'd already wasted worrying then you spend the rest of your vacation worrying and dreading that it's it's going to be over soon um, and for me personally, I have only one child and my son, he's getting older. And I was always down on the fact that these times were so limited and that I don't have that many of them left to experience with them. And that's just, it's an awful experience, right? You, you take those great times that you're immersed in or that you should be immersed in, and then you go and wreck them by worrying needlessly. I don't understand why we do it. And I caught myself doing it this year. Um, and it's honestly like a form of torture. It's definitely like something like torturing yourself. Once I was able to do a better job of just letting go, 
then I was able to get into a better headspace. I was able to let go of holding on. I was trying to hold on to too much. And once I was able to just let that go, it was just an amazing revelation and opened up so much more. We're going to dive into all that in just a minute. But first, I wanted to read a review that came in on iTunes back in June. Um, I had a little drawing for, for some of the listeners. Uh, for anybody who shot me a review and, and took a screenshot of it and sent it to me on Instagram, um, I sent some people some swag. So actually, one of the reviews that came out of that um, was from someone who came in through iTunes. Name was name was Taken. It was the name that was on there. Um, otherwise known as Jenna Strickland because she sent me this through Instagram. And she writes, thank you so much for this podcast. I love this podcast so, so much and have been a listener since day one. I'm always on the lookout for new episodes. Every single episode has resonated with me on so many levels. I'm so grateful for Heath's willingness to share these messages in a way that is so raw and real. He asks us, are you living or are you just killing time? This is Heath's whole concept. And at least for me, it's one of those questions that just gets more complex as you learn more of yourself. Most of us feel stuck in the routine, forget to ask ourselves this important question, but Heath is so great at pointing out that we're all in this together. Make the most of your time, and when you can't, well, just wait because it's life and it's happening whether you like it or not. Just listen, you won't regret it. Jenna, thank you so much for leaving that review, and please check your Instagram because I'm trying to send you the stuff that was part of that drawing, and you were one of the people that won it, and I don't have your address. So Jenna, when you hear this, please shoot me a message on Instagram with your address so I can send you that stuff. Um, and for anybody else, if you haven't done so, please leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on to the podcast. It will help boost us in the ratings and it gets us out there in front of more hearts and minds of the people around the world. Right now we are in well over 100 countries, so anything you can do to put us even further out in front of the pack would be greatly, greatly appreciated. If you haven't tried some of Organifi's products, you are absolutely missing out on some of the highest quality supplements on the planet. I'm someone who doesn't allow anything into my body that I'm not 100% sure of its purity, and this company goes above and beyond to certify the quality of their products many times over. My day starts and ends with Organifi, and I've literally never felt more amazing. In the morning, I use the Organifi green juice in combination with the complete chocolate protein powder after my demanding tough morning workout. I mix it in with some vanilla almond milk, maybe some kale or some banana, and the energy that flows from that is something I've never felt before. And at the end of a long day, I settle down with some of the gold chocolate with a little almond milk and some coconut oil for a hot drink that helps my beat up body and mind recover and get the rest that it needs to keep up with my demanding schedule. I literally do not know what I would do without this company. Go check out their amazing product line at OrganifiShop.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com. And if you find something you want to check out, use the coupon code LiveThisLife to save 15% off of your purchase. So yeah, this summer was a great experience of letting go, of holding on. This one really revolved around my son getting a bit older. Um, you know, any parents out there know that one of the toughest times in any parent's life, 
uh, or any real parent-child relationship is when your kid goes from little kid to teenager. And it's definitely been a challenge for us. Uh, it's It's been kind of the place we've been at for the last couple of years. And the contrast of the change has never been as stark as it was on this trip that we took this summer. Um, so to back up a little bit, we didn't go anywhere last summer on vacation at all, which is totally abnormal for us. Usually we're gone, you know, somewhere between two and five weeks every single summer. Usually we're down in Cape Cod enjoying ourselves. And the last time we were there was in 2020. And when we were there, we had this, you know, 12 year old, short, high pitched, blonde haired little dude. And now he is this like handsome boss man, deep voiced young man. It's, it's kind of nuts. He's on the, he actually just turned 15 the other day. Um, and you know, things change a lot. He's not so big on playing in the sand anymore, you know, and staying up horsing around the pool in the hotel until 10 o'clock at night, you know, all those things that we just enjoyed all the great memories that I have of those experiences from the years past. Um, I didn't get those. And, and those were such a joy in my life because I didn't really get those when I was a kid. Uh, my parents split up before I couldn't remember. And I never got the family vacations. And I didn't get the the types of things that he gets. I didn't have a lot of those things at his age. Um, and I didn't have a father that was nearby. My father moved far away. So I didn't really get to do all those family things. So it was a huge dedication in my life to make sure that I was able to give my children, my child that if I had the opportunity to have kids. And I vowed that I would take every advantage of every single drop of those experiences. And I did. And of course, you know, it's it's only natural when those good times come to an end that you have a sense of longing for it. You know, that's definitely something that um, it's kind of hard to avoid. If you miss it, you know, you, you don't you don't really want it to end. And, you know, and the cloud of nostalgia hangs over you pretty heavily. There's a lot of parents who let their kids' childhoods go by. And once it does, it's gone. You know, that's the one thing I'm very fortunate about is I realized early on I've had a lot of people who are parents before I became a parent tell me, don't miss anything. Be there for it all. Don't worry about work. Don't worry about other things because if that goes by, it's going to be a huge regret. And I listened to that and I was there very much. But still, the nostalgia hangs over those experiences of my son's childhood very heavily because I just enjoyed it so much. And, you know, in today's episode, I want to talk about that realization that I had when I was on vacation this year, and it was centered around holding on to experiences too much. This is something that historically has definitely been a challenge for me, and it, it comes when the really good things in my life are there, and I have to let them go. I have to let them reside in the past where they are. Rather than, than trying to hold on to them or maybe trying to, to recreate them by doing something similar over and over again. And it seems like that's something that comes up for quite a few people. And that's the same circumstance that a lot of people find themselves in with that nostalgia. They try and go and recreate those events. And I guess like maybe it's a mechanism of, of coping with that. Uh, but a, a decent amount of people that I have had these conversations with almost put themselves through a, a bit of suffering because it never measures up. And the realization that I had over the course of this summer is that it's just something that can be alleviated so easily by just changing our mindset. Or on the flip side, it could be something that creates so much heartache and pain that 
we just continue to do this to ourselves over and over again without that realization that we can just be appreciative for the experiences for what they are, let them be what they are and let them go. So, you know, I guess let me set the stage a little bit. You know, every year we go on vacation and we've done this so many times. You know, we, like I said before, we, we do the, the sandcastles and we're going out family dinners and we're listening to, to street concerts and doing the mini golf and the go-karts and all these little adventures, me and my wife and my son. And it's definitely just been the most enjoyable times of my life. And when the sun sets on this life, when the curtain closes for me, I'll definitely be looking back on these times of the last 15 years with my family and my friends and everybody that I've had at Cape Cod and, and on vacation and say that there was nothing better. And if honestly, if life has something better for me in store coming up, then I can't wait to, to experience that. But this is going to be hard experiences to top. Um, and I guess I can't say that definitively I don't know what's in the road in front of me. So who knows? You know, I don't want to cut myself short and limit myself. But um, those times were definitely unique and they were what they were. And I hold on to them so tightly because they were so great. And this year was really the first year that we've been back there in the last couple of years. So expecting it to be the same as it was two years ago was, I guess, an unreasonable expectation. Um, you know, naturally things were a little bit different. There was less sandcastles. There was less goofing around. There was more of a, a serious young man there with me that time. And, I, you know, I guess it came as a bit of a slap because I didn't get that that buffer year where if we would have been there last year, I would have had, you know, maybe a, a little bit of a phase shift as well rather than just a stark contrast. Just this year, it was just like, boom, it ended. So, you know, throughout different parts of this trip, I was a little upset about it, you know. Um, and I wasn't upset because we weren't having a great time. We were definitely having a good time. It just wasn't the times of the past that I was that was used to. I was holding on to that past way too much. I was kind of wishing that it was more like the old times. And I've been there a lot in the last year. I mean, I've definitely done a few episodes about this already, so definitely not what I want to make the whole episode about. Um, but I'm definitely working through all these things and, you know, knowing that this kid's going to be 18 in a few very short years and i'm going to have a, likely have a really rough time if i don't shift into this mindset just a little bit more consistently um you know life is is going to change you have to expect it life is like new england weather wait a few minutes and it's guaranteed to change whatever life has going on good or bad you've got to expect that the change is going to happen and when you're living in the past, like I kind of was through these experiences, it's something that's guaranteed that's going to cause some discord and pain in your life because you're not living in that moment of now and taking in those experiences as much as you could be. The biggest tools that I use for getting into the moment, these the, people will ask me, like, what do you do to get yourself rooted in the moment? One of the biggest things, it was it's basically almost like a small little recipe. When I feel thoughts of the past or thoughts of things that I have to do in the future, all those things that cause anxiety for us, I basically get myself into almost like a rooting routine and I get myself into the moment. I kind of start by being just a, more aware of my surroundings and being aware of everything around me. I get sort of a top-down experience of the moment that I'm in. I look up at the sky to mark where the sun is. I look at the sky and be thankful for the moment that I'm in. And 
I'm just thankful for being alive in that moment. I say basically in my mind, just thank you, or even sometimes out loud. Uh, you know, my my doctors didn't even know if I was going to make it to age 40. So I relish in that fact that I made it there and that every year after that is another gift. So especially this year, I had that happen a few times. And just in that moment, I have that sense of gratitude. And then from there, I just kind of reflect on the place that I am currently. I try to look for everything good and beautiful in the moment that I'm in, right wherever I am. And then I root myself into the ground, either by having bare feet and by physically just sort of focusing on the fact that I'm touching the ground or bend down and actually touch the ground. And then usually I have a couple bracelets on that remind me of a great time or a great place. And, you know, those are pleasant memories in and of themselves. And I kind of grab a hold of that and move it around a little bit. And that's what kind of like roots me in this this moment. It's almost like a, a waking meditation that gets me into the present moment of it's that current experience that I'm in. And also, you know, I have to say meditation is a huge part of of shutting up that monkey mind and shutting down that part of the brain that just won't shut the hell up sometimes. Um, and that helps honestly to push out those negative thoughts. When, when you work on meditation, that monkey mind that constantly wants to come up, that constantly wants to keep on egging you on that makes you think about things that you don't want to think about at the moment the more you work on meditation the more your brain gets strong to push and have control push those things out and actually have control over how your brain is working so i have found that throughout the course of of meditating and through my journey of exploration consciousness and stuff that has helped me immensely that i root myself in the moment by almost using that mental muscle that I would use during meditation and to push out those other thoughts that would be there. I recognize them, push them out, and root myself in the moment. And it's a little bit of a process. It definitely is something to get used to, but for someone who lets this type of thing in life really affect their life's enjoyment, I had done this for so long. Uh, back in 2011, I did this. It was one of the worst years of my life, and I had one of the worst summer vacations of my life that year, and again in 2017. And I vowed this year, we're now five years away from that, uh, that I wasn't going to let it happen again over this small thing. And, you know, it worked. In those moments where I was feeling a bit nostalgic or sad and, you know, I didn't have that little that little buddy with me anymore to hold my hand jumping over crosswalks and all that stuff, I, you know, I recognize the gift that I have in that moment of developing a great young person to what he's becoming. Some parents don't have that gift. Some parents don't have the joy of, of watching their children grow up and, and blossom into something um, that's inevitable. You know, you, you want your kids to become big and healthy. And of course, we want our kids to stay little forever. I mean, what parents don't? Um, but ultimately, it's a part of life and it's a privilege to watch it happen. And I have to be grateful for that. You know, and this year I've been focusing on all the good things that come along with that experience. You know, one of the things was that that I actually am getting a bit more time to myself. You know, I get more time to reflect. He wants to be off doing his own thing. He's in his phone with his friends and he wants to hang out with his friends in person a lot more. So I use that opportunity to be able to 
reflect on the status, the current status and trajectory of my life and where I want it to go for myself. You know, I've given up a lot of things over the course of my career for my family. I've given up a lot of great jobs and titles throughout my life for the sake of my family. I didn't want to have to uproot him and my wife. I didn't want to have to travel and I didn't want to have to take jobs that were hours away. I wanted to be available for every every baseball, basketball, football game, whatever he was into. I want to make sure I was there because, again, you don't get those times back. So now I have the opportunity to allow myself to dream a little bit again, you know? Like I have the opportunity to have these quiet moments and say, okay, now I've done the family man thing. I'm not done. This is still one of the most important times of any child's life is their teenage years. You know, you can't just let them go on cruise control. They're not ready. As much as they think they're ready, they're not ready. So you have to be there, but you have to do it in a little bit less of a sort of involved force, I guess, that you do when you're, when you're, uh, you got a little kid. So, I'm able to get out there and actually say to myself, what are my dreams? Where do I want my life to go? You know, spend more quality time with my wife. Like we're able to go on dates again. We're able to do a lot of things that we just haven't done because we've identified as parents so much over the last few years. And it's been awesome. That's the silver lining of it. And that's often what you need to turn your attention to so you can get yourself away from those negative thoughts and when you're feeling over nostalgic and you're feeling sad about those times being gone you look at the great parts of what the transition actually has because what's the alternative you look at the negative and you suffer like that i just don't see that as an option you know you you can make that an option but what is your life going to be like as a direct result it's it's going to be miserable most likely and you're going to be sad and you're going to be down about it there's a lot of life to live. There's a lot of time left. And there's a lot of great things to come in the years ahead. So, you know, I, I bring back those good things whenever I have the opportunity. We'll talk about them. We'll do a little bit of things that refresh us back to those good times. But then ultimately, we're, we're in the moments of now. And we're trying to do new things. We're trying to have a new version of our vacations. That's sort of like the mindset that we're heading into the next few years with is that we're going to have a different version of what our vacations look like and maybe go a couple of uh, some places that are a little bit different so that it doesn't feel like we're trying to relive those experiences all over again. But, you know, ultimately there's there's transitions of the last few years that I've, I'm going to still have to try to get over but there's also transitions that are coming that i'm excited for as well so you know i have to have the gratitude for all those things the things that have gone by and the things that are to come um because like i said the alternative is uh, is to suffer you know and bring yourself down we don't have a time machine you know we don't have one sitting here allowing me to go back so what other choice do i have to suffer no thanks i'd rather enjoy what i have for life and it's it's definitely tough for parents. I know as um, you know as a dad and a husband and all that stuff, it was difficult to discover, but it was it was also a privilege to discover who Heath is and who does Heath want to be. And I know a lot of moms go through this a lot too, you know, and I, I, there's a lot of moms who are the ones who have to raise the kids in a lot of certain situations. They they stay at home and they raise the kids for a lot of time. And I'm definitely not being sexist about this. It's just a lot of women that I've crossed paths with and women who do life coaching and in and, and some of the circles that I've been on and wisdom and on Clubhouse, they have a tough time when they have dedicated a huge point of their life to staying at home, being with the kids. And then the kids get older and they don't need that anymore. Um, 
and I guess it's just a higher frequency historically of the people that I've met, but really, um, they then get to the point where they have to kind of rediscover themselves as the kids leave, they get older, and they have that whole empty nest thing. So they have to find an identity outside of motherhood, and that can be tough. That, that's a little bit more even rooted than what I'm talking about. But I have to say this. I've encountered a lot of mothers who have gone through that scenario, and they expressed to me how hard it was. But it's been a rewarding experience when they've actually found themselves and they had their great experiences as mothers and as parents. But then that experience of finding who they now get to be after all those years of dedicating themselves towards a different cause is is almost like a feeling of parole is what one person explained to me, which, I, you know, I could see it in a way. Um but I know a lot of men who often let those years go by as well, and there's a lot of regret with that, and they miss a lot of it. They're out there, you know, serving. They're out there earning money, um, and they miss those opportunities with their kids, and it's tough. So let this serve as a warning to anybody who isn't taking the time to take those moments, whether it's with their kids or even just friends. Um, you don't. You have people that are close to you. You don't get those moments back. But if you recognize it now, it's not too late. It's never too late to get fully involved with the people that mean the most to you, um, no matter what the age. So I'll leave that one right there. But ultimately, the time comes for us to let go of experiences and a sense of detachment, I guess, from it. Detaching from the way that it used to be. And, you know, since we're not the same person as we were when the experience was originally perceived, we ultimately have to change. No matter how much we might want to experience it again, that moment, that excellent moment that we had, um, we have to accept the fact that it's going to come to a close. The one even that we're currently in that we might be enjoying, that it may come to a close. And from that point forward, it may never be the same. And every time we, we maybe try to recreate that, we get further and further from the mark, which creates more discord and potentially more longing for the way that it was because we move so much farther away from the original experience, which in turn is a vicious cycle and makes us try even harder to recreate it. We have to, we really have to be participatory in our lives. You know, we have to be so rooted in those moments of now that you record them essentially in high def in your mind. You're not in the past, you're not in the present, you're right now. You express the gratitude for the moment that you have right where it is. And as they pass and you smile when you think about them, you sit and appreciate them in that moment. And that's the memory that you're going to have. You're going to have the memory that I was there, I was fully present, and I appreciated it every minute while I was going through it. But make sure that we don't want those moments to be something so perfect or want them so badly that we miss out on what they were in and of themselves because we feel like we missed the mark of our expectations. Now, this episode was really sparked by a ins very inspirational video that I saw. Alan Watts is probably one of my absolute favorite philosophers, and I played a few clips of him lately, but I stumbled across this other one that really helped me sort of change my mindset while I was in the midst of one of these moments on vacation. And I saved that one for this episode. I'm going to play it for you now. Sorry for the folks on wisdom. It might not come through very clear, but um, tune into the, the full episode whenever it's finalized. But here is a clip of Alan Watts speaking on the grasping of pleasure in its fullness and how that experience needs to be experienced 
but can be ruined by someone who's grasping on too hard. To be detached from the world in the sense that Buddhists and Taoists and Hindus will often talk about detachment does not mean to be non-participative. You can have a sexual life very rich and very full and yet all the time be detached. By that I don't mean that you just go through it mechanically and have your thoughts elsewhere. I mean a complete participation, but still detached. And the difference of the two attitudes is this. On the one hand, there is a way of being so anxious about physical pleasure, so afraid that you won't make it, that you grab it too hard. that you, you just have to have that thing. And if you do that, you destroy it completely. And therefore, after every attempt to get it, you feel disappointed. You feel empty, you feel something was lost. And therefore, you want it again. You have to keep repeating, 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 because you never really got there. And it's this that is the hang-up. This is what is meant by attachment to this world in an evil sense. But on the other hand, pleasure in its fullness cannot be experienced when one is grasping it. I knew a little girl to whom someone gave a bunny rabbit. She was so delighted with the bunny rabbit and so afraid of losing it that taking it home in the car she squeezed it to death with love. And lots of parents do that to their children. And lots of spouses do it to each other. They hold on too hard. And so take the life out of this transient, beautifully fragile thing that life is. To have it, to have life, and to have its pleasure, you must at the same time let go of it. And then, you can feel perfectly free to have that pleasure in the most gutsy, rollicking, earthy, lip-licking way. One's whole being taken over by a kind of undulative, convulsive uh, ripple, which is like the very pulse of life itself. This can happen only if you let go. That's an amazing clip. You know, whether it's a person or an experience, our expectations can oftentimes override the amazingness of what the moment at hand actually is. Being here now, present and grateful for what you have as a gift in your life, rather than thinking of what it's missing is the key. If there's anything that I can really pass on from those moments where I was grasping too hard at the moments I was missing the mark on, that is exactly it. 
It took a few mornings of contemplation sitting in the sand and some long four mile runs on the beach to sort of beat it out of me. But, you know, ultimately I shifted my perspective before it went on for too long. And really because of it, I had the summer of my life rather than what the alternative could have been. Um, you know, I really could have been sitting there trying to recreate the past, but instead I was in every single moment of where I was and where I really wanted to be. I couldn't have been in a better place. Live each one of those those juicy, enjoyable, miserable, awesome moments of your life or what it is. You know, life really is too short and, you know, it's meant to teach you so much. Love it all for, for really everything. Love it all for what it is. Um, because it can all come to a close in an instant, and it's going to for all of us at some point. Live this life. For all those great times in life that you wished would stay, there's many more to come. I'm going to close this one with a track from Eula, perfectly titled. This is a brand new one from him, actually. This one is perfectly titled, Wish You Stayed. And a quick call to action for all of our listeners, whatever platform you're listening on, go to the message in the bottom of the show notes at the very bottom and click the message link. I want to hear from you. Even if it's a short note about what this show has done for you, we have an amazing project that we're trying to work on that's going to come out of this. You don't have to sign your name or anything. You can have it completely anonymous. Just let us know what your perspectives are, You know what, what perspective has shifted what habits, beliefs, anything has changed in your life through listening to this show. Thank you for striving to be your best and brightest self. Keep it.